Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, suck my buzz, cow. No! No, he has to suck my buzz! You like to suck my balls, don't deny it. Oh, suck my balls, you ginger Jew rat hall monitor. Punk-ass stoolie, who the f*** do you think you are? Suck my balls, K-10. That's right, suck my Canadian balls. Suck my balls. No, you suck my balls. Thanks, everybody. Suck my balls. Yeah, whatever, you can suck our balls. Suck my balls, suck my balls. 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 How would you children like to suck on my chocolate salty balls? Oh, you mean like a chocolate candy? <gasps> no, I mean my balls. Ladies and the gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Suck My Balls. Suck My Balls. SMB. Suck My Balls. A South Park review. Each and every week, we're back to bring you more South Park reviews as we continue along this epic journey. And each and every week, I try not to be alone. And this week, I'm not alone as well. Before we get there, of course, shout out to my co-hosts who are not here with me this week. Of course, he just came off another successful television taping for Derby City Wrestling, go ahead and check out Derby City Wrestling if you're in the Louisville, Kentucky area. Mr. Dane Becker. So go ahead and uh, shout out to you, Mr. Dane. He just had something suddenly come up. We couldn't uh, make the recording day, and that's quite all right. And then, of course, man, he's still on the mend right now. The Doctor of Thugonomics, the Punkonomics, Scoopinomics, Polyphonics, the 2022 Red Rocks Day 1 South Park Trivia Champion. Trivia God himself. Joe Vernola is not here right now. He is still recovering from his next surgery, but he said he's doing great. There was an update on his social media. For those who follow him, he said he came out successful, and he is on the mend now. Probably just taking lots of pain pills and consuming THC as he tries to get better. (laughs) But I'm not alone, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. For the first time in... Man, I, I had to go back and I had to check this. And it was February of 2020. It was episode uh, number nine, the last time the this gentleman here was on the podcast. Uh, this man was a former professional wrestling podcaster. And uh, now he's just a man who just trudges through life. And, you know, he loves tech stuff and pops his head in every now and then when he wants to give his thoughts. Well, ladies and gentlemen, 
Welcome back to the podcast, Mr. Big Joe Morin. What's up, Joe? Oh, thank you for having me back. It has been way, 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 way too long since I've been on here. Um, along with everything you mentioned, I've always been a huge South Park fan. Uh, even back in the day when it wasn't really cool to be kind of a South Park fan, I have always, always loved the show. I, I love anime TV, but the, the South Park is always... Um, and especially over the last 10 years or so, is it become, it's, in my opinion, like shows that are on here for a long, long time tend to kind of like trail off and, and not be as good. Cell Park has gotten better over the yeah. last 10 years. It is incredible because uh, they, they went from just kind of very kind of lowbrow stuff to now it's like it's very intellectual, uh, a lot of the subject matter, um, you know. And then, of course, I mean, we're dealing with Canada today, so. I had to answer the call. That's right, ladies. Because, uh, he yeah. answered the call. Joe Morin from Canada. We got a Canadian on to review this specific episode with right. us because this episode is titled Canada on Strike. Canada on Strike. It is, of course, season 12, episode number four. Or keeping track, it is South Park's 171st overall episode. It first aired on April the 2nd, 2008. This is SMB number 174. I'm your host, Nahid, and I can't be beat. I'm your guy who's high where the air is dry. Your boy, MSG. Follow us as a podcast by going to linktr.e slash southparkpod. Hit that like and subscribe button if you're watching it right here on YouTube. And of course, just check us out everywhere at South Park Pod on all outlets. At South Park Pods with an S on Twitter and South Park Pods. Cast. That's right. Full word on Instagram. TikTok. Check us out. South Park Pod. All right. Canada on strike, as I mentioned here, is about Canada. That's why we have a Canadian here, Joe. And yep. it's the synopsis the, that we found on the webs, if you will, says the head of the <laughs> World Canadian Bureau, uh, the World Canadian Bureau, the WGA, uh, leads the country into a long and painful strike and is responsible yep. For trying to broker a settlement with, of course, our favorite fourth graders. And that's how they get sucked in. This is how this episode starts as the they set yeah. the precipice in South Park. We're at the elementary school. There's a giant assembly ongoing, and it's Canada Appreciation Day, which in the United States we we mocked it. In fact, as I started to think <laughs> as I started to think about it here. As a United States citizen, I don't know if we actually have. I mean, this is a joke right off the bat. I don't know if we have a lot of appreciation days for other countries. I mean, we have specific days for people. We have specific day months for cultures. But I don't know if we have like a specific country day because I feel like as a citizen that might rile up some of your staunch, hardcore <laughs> conservative citizens. What you mean appreciation for another country? This is my country, right? So of course, exactly yeah. like. Because it would like break the whole the U.S. patriotism thing. It's like so, you know, we're United States. What we're going to appreciate another country? No, that just doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. But in South Park, um, it, it definitely happened. And or yeah, I, the, yeah. I, I will bring up a point. It does happen. But the people that we do appreciate are very very questionable. These are my new friends. Uh, he's yes, a, he's a very good guy. He's doing, oh. He's doing a great job over there. I just want to hang out with him and uh, maybe we'll, uh, you know, play pool. I don't know. Uh, oh, God. So <laughs> in this episode, it starts with them showing a World Appreciation Day assembly video from the WGA. 
and it's uh, Ike is the only one in school, of course, Kyle's little brother who is Canadian, yeah. right? And that's how it starts off. He tells everybody who's Canadian, who's Canada Canadian, to stand up. Ike stands up, and uh, then of course there's some quick hit quips. And both Cartman and uh, Craig both make fun of how they're lame and stupid and gay is what they believe being children. Uh, When you saw this episode as a Canadian, when you see any type of episode where they're coming out after South Park, how does that make you feel? Does it make you feel happy? Like, yes, they acknowledge us. Or is it just like, oh, come on. Like, that's a little extreme. For me, it's uh, as a Canadian, as a Canadian, absolutely. Um, it, it puts a smile on my face every single time. It, it's like one of those things where, you know, even fast forwarding to current episodes. I mean, obviously with uh, with uh, the prince and Megan, them recently with them going after and then trying to sue, then sue supper. Hey, it, it's, like, it, it, it's it's insane to me because it's like you should be honored that a cultural phenomenon like South Park is even mentioning your name. So with, with them, of course, mentioning the entire country and poking fun of us, you know. I always get a kick out of it. It is highly entertaining as hell. Canada has actually had quite the presence on the show for quite a number of few years now. And I am proud of that fact. I would, I would have to agree with that. It's like you, you, once you get acknowledged by South Park, it's like, man, you've become so culturally arrived. So culturally big enough that that Matt Stone and Trey Parker want to acknowledge you. And sometimes they do it in a positive way. And sometimes they do it in a negative way. If you piss them off. Well, Speaking of pissing people off, getting some notoriety, we're going to get into the information. We're going to get back. We're going to go take a little trip back in time here, ladies and gentlemen. This is to 2008. At what? If you're, you know, a younger listener, we might have them here who's just turning 2021. 20, you know, whatever. And yep. you think that you understand what the internet was? Well, my friend, you have no idea. It was a wild west. Um, you know, we had different types of content popping up everywhere, flash games, pornography, uh, you know, weird no. challenges where people were cutting off their penises and balls and stuff like that. I mean, tons of weird, you know, knows what I'm talking about, like just weird things that would pop yeah. up on the internet. And right around 2006 is when I graduated high school, Joe, and that was right when YouTube was starting to get big. Uh, and I think yeah. it was right around the time AVGN put out his first video too. A lot of these YouTubers that have been long standing now that's kind of around the time they started out as well and yeah started to see a lot of these videos that would catch fire on the internet specifically right you had the numa numa guy which is the right you had the squirrel squirrel the star wars kid that one took off that one took off over good morning america and stuff like that um my personal favorite the afro afro ninja Afro Ninja. Yeah, Afro Ninja is like one of my personal favorites, and it's captured actually quite finely in this episode. Of this one, but if, if you must watch this episode to really appreciate that fact, because uh, yeah, that's another kind of theme in this episode that uh, happens later on. So here's how that ties into the Canadians. The Canadians decide Stephen Al- Abutman decides who is the leader of the world Canadian Bureau. Perfect. He he wants to lead a nationwide strike of Canadians to garner respect and earn some more money. However, he didn't. There's something I want to point out uh, as well to to cut you off because it's uh, what they call the the, the, uh, Canadian Bureau. And then he calls it the WGA, which makes zero sense. I I, I listened to it back a few times and watched it back a few times. Just to make sure I had heard it properly because it doesn't match up with what he's saying. Right. The WGA. Yeah, that's the joke, right? WGA. Yeah. yeah. 
uh, unless he's making fun of how Canadians, like maybe there's some part of Canada, they, the, the creators heard someone say the G is a C sound or something. I don't, yeah, like, sound, like a C A. Like a C A. Yeah. 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 Yeah, maybe, I don't know. Maybe they thought the C sounded too close to the A or something. I don't know. Anyway, or that was the joke. <laughs> Getting back to the show. So Stephen Abutman <laughs> leads this national strike to get more money. However, it doesn't specify how they want how they want it. And, of course, for what reason or why they need it. However, they they go, we want some of that internet money. Give us some of that internet, internet money. As they're yelling at the other United Nations, who are, of course, completely confused. And they are then denied. So we'll start there. We're going to start off here with the episode as we do each and every week. We're going to go to a quick clip here and we'll show how this episode begins uh, with the Canadians deciding that they want more money. But eh? skip forward here. Okay, here we go. Nobody takes us Canadians seriously. It's like the world doesn't respect Canada at all, eh? That's right. That's right. It's time for Canada to show the world just how bad things would be without it. Together we can send a message. It's time for Canada to strike. Did you say strike? Did you say strike? Every Canadian Join together. Canada on strike. Canada on strike. Canada. Strike. Canada. 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 Canada on strike. Canada says no more. No more neglect. We want respect. That's what we're striking for. All you bureaucrats and corporate cats can all just take a hike. It's Canada on strike. On strike. From Vancouver to St. John's. We raise our middle fingers for you all to sit upon. And with our fingers up your ass, you won't get every sight. It's Canada on strike. Our resolve is strong. We even took three hours to rehearse this striking song. Canada on strike. No matter where you it's are. If you are Canadian, then you've got to do your This part. guy. March out on the <laughs> That's right. Suck my Canadian balls. The Canadian balls. It's Canada. I'm going to mute this part just so I don't keep playing it, but they do a pull out yeah. here and they show the whole country of Canada with all the Can- And there's a little bit up there in Washington right there. Probably That's probably like more of what... Um, yeah. Vancouver yeah, that's right from, over in British Columbia. BC. Yeah, BC right here. Yes. Uh, Vancouver and all that. But yeah. yeah, there you go. We got the Canada on strike song, as you heard. And as we mentioned, they end up calling the uh, United Nations to say they want more money. What do you want more money from? How are we going to give you money? More money. Just give me more money. Just give me some of that internet money. We want some of that money. Internet money. Right? So this, of course, on the flip side here, let's talk about the other side of the story. We've got Ike, who's, you know, Canadian. And he's got an older brother who loves him, Kyle. And Kyle is growing (laughs) concerned for Ike because Ike is just hanging out by himself outside He's holding up a sign that says honk if you support Canada. Yeah, he does get somebody who drives by and honks, and they're like, oh, we're being progressive, huh, honey? <laughs> well, and- one of my favorite episodes, one of my favorite points in the episode, because like it, it's because they're showing support for something they don't really believe in. They're going to do it to, yeah, like you're saying, to seem like progressive. And it's like, no, you're, you're just doing it because you just feel like doing it. You don't actually support the cause. You're just 
blindly doing it. That's, yep, that's essentially what's going on there. That's definitely the commentary there where people – and I don't know if that – Absolutely. I'm not sure – You know, obviously I'm not going to make assumptions, but I'm sure there are places like that in Canada where you encounter people like that too, right? Where they just blindly accept some sort of charity or a foundation okay. or whatever type yeah. of event it is without even knowing what the proceeds or the event itself stands yeah. for. It's it's social it's a social commentary at its finest, and it's um, something that's not just exclusive to the United States or Canada. It's a worldwide thing where it, it's people hopping on those bandwagons. A lot of times, you know, especially with something in protest, a lot of them don't even know what they're protesting. So um, it's the type of thing where, yeah, it's one of the reasons why I love South Park uh, is that they they do this kind of stuff. So. So it's uh, at this point, Kyle is worried about his brother, and he decides. That he, or he at least goes to the guys and says, hey, you know, we got to try and do something to help my brother. And uh, instead, well, the scene starts off, it kind of, they're, they're watching TV. And at first they, they're watching a rerun of Terrence and Philip, right? And then the episode of Family Guy comes on. Cartman freaks out for a second and says, no, no, we are not watching that. We're going to resort to that. So Cartman then, of course, then agrees to help Kyle, you know, try and help the Canadians negotiate the end of this strike, uh, right. which will then lead to Cartman, Stan, and Kyle uh, and Butters are after speaking with the Canadians about the internet money. They are going to put together their own YouTube video, and the video that they parody was a video that was real, which you can go back. Someone I think recently I saw on like TikTok or was on. You know, Instagram or whatever, they stitched it and showed the real video and this Butters video of what, what, oh, and yeah. what. And it's on YouTube and it became a huge viral sensation. It got picked up everywhere. Yeah. And the reason why it got big to hit here in the United States, too, is we were at the country was still kind of in a closet in regards to accepting homosexuality in forms of the media. Like yeah. it, it was starting to be accepted on a social level, like. Uh, because of my generation being younger and those kids coming out and having different sexual preferences. So that of course yep. changes a lot of people's perspective. And then, so, so it's starting to, it's starting to happen, but it really wasn't as big as it is now. And because of this song, it focuses on, you know, what, what in the butt. I mean, it's kind of a homosexual type of nature type of show of song. I'm sorry. In relation to uh, what the content of that song is. It works so perfectly with Butters because I've actually I may have not said it on the on the show. Um, he's arguably probably my favorite character because he, he brings such a unique perspective to South Park to to just life in general. And, and seeing him do this song, it, it, it's just cool. Like anything, like I know Butters is probably teased and kind of made fun of that probably the most of all the kids, except for maybe Craig, um, but. Just seeing Butters do that kind of stuff, it, it just it, it, it it's always puts a smile on my face. And, and this is just it's uh, that this would if it would have come out at the time would have blown up as a, probably a viral video as well. Right, exactly. All right, so let's start the scene here with uh, Kyle explaining to or Kyle after pleading, and Cartman gets upset when he sees the Family Guy show up on the TV. <laughs> we can just watch American comedy. You think that's bad? Remember the time I sang La Cucaracha for Paul McCartney? <laughs> we are not resorting to that. We are not resorting to that. Nope. 
Not again, not again. So there's Cartman, as we mentioned there. And now the Canadians, were they're on strike. And you know, they, had, they had some conversations, you know, with Terrence and Philip and other people about the strike. And as we mentioned, now here's the boys calling the Canadian governor, WGA, Stephen Abutman, about trying to end the strike. <laughs> Shot Perry. Yeah. Video. Let's do it in the butt. Okay. His voice is just so priceless. Don't you worry. I won't bite. Not that hard. If you want it, I'll give you power. Just be gentle. I'm gonna look at that. Give it to me, if you please. Give it to me. If you please. What? What? In the butt. Like later too in the episode, the news guy refers to it as "what what in my asshole." What what in my asshole, kid? Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, so the of course now the kids. Uh, this YouTube become this video becomes an instant hit as you know people millions oh. of people are watching it. Right now, Canadian spirits are down. We go back to Canada as there is no world interest in the strike, and nope. Terrence and Philip talk about how ending it. Uh, things, though, get worse as after it's revealed that if Canada is not going to be available in the United States, there is another country willing to step in, and no. that is the Danish, who, <laughs> the Danish also, yes. who also share the Canadian-style head of a trash can, an open-mouth <laughs> trash can, right? <laughs> yeah. That they have full, like, you know, faces and eyes versus just the beady little eyes and their up and down mouth, as uh, <laughs> I'm referred to it. Uh, they, yeah. they have now flocked to the U.S. to take the places of Canadians. They say, like, well, well you know, we're, we're, we're mostly like the, uh, the Canadians. You know, <laughs> people don't know where we are either. We're like the ca- Canadians of the Europe. Uh, uh, <laughs> Pretty much. Huh? Right? So, oh, God. And that's what's going on with Canada. And at, before we jump over to the next scene with the boys, uh, let's go ahead and catch up some of the listeners and the viewers on what's going on with um, this episode. So we'll jump into a scene yes. here. Let's get to it here. We'll jump into the Danish. Oh, actually, no, here we go. Yes. What my, we'll jump into this scene where they're talking about the what, what, my asshole kid on the news <laughs> as the Canadians are out in the cold from the strike. Right. Other news tonight, it's the internet video that has already seen over 10 million views. A young, confused-looking boy dancing and singing a song called What What in My, in my asshole. asshole. 
Tom, in just one week, the video has become the most watched thing in all of America. The boy in the video, referred to by most as that little gay kid. Oh, <laughs> uh, poor butters. God damn it, that's not news. What about us? Look, uh, Stephen, Terrence and I were talking. Well, it's it started to look like maybe we're not gonna win this thing. Maybe we're not gonna you know? win this thing, you know? We'll win. We just have to stay resilient. Well, yeah. Just to stay resilient, yeah. Starvation. Yeah, let's give it up, guy. Let's give it up, guy. Call me your guy. I am not your guy, friend. I'm not your friend, buddy. I'm not your buddy, guy. Wait, here it is. Turn it off. We're on. And finally tonight, a new development in the Canada strike. For those of you who don't remember or don't care, Canada has been striking. <laughs> don't care. In a shocking turn of events, it now appears that Denmark's thousands of the people rescue. from Denmark are flooding into the United States with hopes of taking the place of the striking Canadians. What? Do you really think you Danish can replace the Canadians? Well, where we come from, it's well, cold too, yeah? yeah? We like hockey and nobody really pays any attention to us. Nobody knows what Denmark is. Nobody knows what Denmark is. When you think about it, we're the Canadians yeah. of Europe. Scabs! How can and you? He kicks a TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Still, one of the like the big highlight whenever Canada gets brought up at South Park is just that that bouncing back and forth. I'm not your friend, buddy. No, I'm not your buddy, guy. I'm not, I'm not your guy, friend. Uh, so and then we just and then we and then we loop, right? So it always happens that way. It's, <laughs> it's yeah. So here's now what the boys are doing. After getting that viral sensation video, they decided to go to the Colorado Department of Internet Money, otherwise, money. otherwise known as the DIM, uh, kind of like the DMV. I don't know. What, yeah. what do you guys call it up in Canada? What's it called up, the Motor Vehicle Division up there? Uh, it is called the Ministry of Transportation. Oh, Ministry of Transportation. That sounds fancy. Ministry of Transportation. Yeah, everything's a ministry. It's very British. Yeah, it's very, it's very fancy. Uh, <laughs> so following this, uh, you, know, walk, you know, they walk in, they see all of the, as we kind of mentioned at the top of this episode, the YouTube phenomena content creators, uh, Tay Zonde from Chocolate Brain. Uh, they Chocolate had, Brain. They had uh, Giselian Raza, although he is Canadian, he did not have a floppy head here, which I thought was interesting. Uh, yeah. th- then they also had uh, Chris Cooker from the, who is the, leave Britney alone! Leave Britney yeah. alone! <laughs> a shout out to Dane Becker, who is not here, who we, we were just talking about this on two episodes ago during the uh, Br- Britney oh, Watch! Uh, oh, God. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then the other YouTube celebrities begin to argue. As we mentioned, there was a Tron. There was the uh, Star Wars kid, the Laughing Baby, uh, Sneezing yeah. Panda, the Staring Gopher, whatever. <coughs> yeah. So the other YouTube celebrities be- though begin to argue with the boys because the boys ask, you know, they want to go first. They, as the Canadian bureau guy Stephen Abutman calls them and says, "You get me over there. Get me over there with my ass up in the air, just ready to take the bed." <laughs> <laughs> and he basically says, you know, you got to do something. And the, Kyle's like, we're trying as fast as we can. And so they ask the other YouTube celebrities if it's possible, can they go first? And that's when a fight breaks out about who's the bigger celebrity, who's more famous. Yep. And they all basically end up killing each other. We have to think they all can end up killing each other. We mm-hmm. can't confirm that the baby dies because off screen, they never, sh- you know, at this point in South Park, they never did shoot the baby, but the baby does stop. Yeah. 
I, I believe the baby's the only one that survives because the fight basically involves everybody doing their shtick. And then I, th- then I think then t- uh, Tazon, uh, then I think he's the one that like, I think kills first. And then it's just it's like a cascading effect with everybody going on. Well, the reason why I said we don't know if the baby survives or not is because the baby stops laughing. And once the baby stops yeah. laughing, it's like, did they kill the baby? It's like, or not? So yeah. we don't know. It's, but as we've learned in the cinematic Marvel universe, if you don't actually die on screen, that doesn't mean you're actually dead. So, I mean, I mean, so you're good. Yeah. I think we're okay. And they, ha- they hadn't started running over kids yet. That'll be for, an, that'll be for another 12 seasons. Uh, oh. I hope I can be on that episode because that's fantastic. Uh, all right. So let's go ahead here. We'll show you what happens when the kids are encountering the celebrities here and this fight breaks out. I, I do want to show the fight that breaks out because, uh, the you know, it's funny. They reference some YouTube nostalgia. If you were around, you know, for that era, this probably triggers some nostalgia. For me, I wasn't too heavily into YouTube. Like, so I'd see yeah. some of these videos that would pop up. You'd watch it, you laugh, and you'd move along. My co-host, Dane, who's not here right now, he was heavily into the YouTube stuff, and he always talks about how he was just constantly, you know, ingesting a lot of this content, if you will. Um, He's a little bit younger than all of us, actually, on the podcast, because Dane's 30. So that would make more sense that at the height of YouTube, when it was getting big and growing, that he was, you know, ingesting a lot of this content. So for me, it never resonates with me that way but if you were around at this time you know and you watched a lot of this and you used youtube frequently i'm sure this episode to you was a big uh you know like win for you as a youtube you know viewer or creator yeah absolutely i mean i didn't get into to youtube probably well after the fact but um you know was still definitely aware that that stuff was going on though all right here so let's go ahead here and we'll jump into the department of internet money as they meet the guys and all the people all the yep. biggest internet stars are here. You remember, of course, Numa Numa. Star Wars kid. Oh God, yeah. And the internet sensation, cute sneezing panda. How many people have seen your So here's I want to point video. something out though. Uh, a few hundred thousand. Huh. That's inaccurate because huh. the news study just said it was ten million. So and then at the end they get ten million theoretical dollars. So butter is tripping. <laughs> Chocolate rain has done gangbusters. Theoretically, I'm a millionaire. Dude, screw you. Theoretical money. <laughs> Leave Chocolate Rain Guy alone! Leave him alone! Leave him alone! I'm serious! I'm serious! Right, as we mentioned, that Kyle gets <laughs> from the WGA, so I don't, we don't need to watch that as we explain yeah. what happened. And then let's yeah. jump now here to the end with the fight. Yeah. The top internet star! I did, when I became bigger than all you bitches. <laughs> oh, please, <laughs> Laughing Baby has four times as many views as laughing you. Baby. <laughs> shut the fuck up, baby. You better shut your <laughs> fucking mouth, laughing baby. <laughs> you forget about Afro Ninja. There we go. Didn't forget you, man. Theoretical dollars. Well, sneezing panda is theoretically worth billions. You are it's all theoretical money, money right? Yep. He throws a frisbee at the Newman guy who's just uh. doing nothing. <laughs> there we go. 
my favorite part right here. There we go. I fucked up. The baby's laughing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh god. Get ready for some chocolate pain, bitch. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> chocolate pain. Okay. Oh Jesus. Okay, then he's the next one that eats it. Right. He's dead. Panda's dead. Now he takes the gopher. I forgot about you, gopher. Gopher! <laughs> gopher just looks at him. And then his head explodes. <laughs> Bam! And I want to hear this cat's phrase next. I want to hear the next thing. Uh, so I think he accidentally shoots him, yeah? Yeah. After he's dead. Here's Cartman, though. Boom. Sweet. I think we're next in line now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like a massacre, eh? Just like um, when the, during the um, later on when they um, get there and they, when Xbox wins the console battle and the entire mall is just right. a big pool of blood. It's like, oh, go ahead and get walking, your Xbox kids. He's walking by it, <laughs> all the dead bodies. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So yeah. here's and, now the boys get 10 million theoretical dollars and they take the money to the WGA in Canada. But of course it gets rejected because it's not real money. However, not real money. However, Stephen Abutman refuses to give up on the strike because he doesn't want to admit that he led everyone astray. And yeah. then a call from the UN happens and the UN basically gives them a call and says, Hey, when you guys die, can we use New Finland for a theme park? And of course, the guy breaks down, and Kyle's like, Look, can you guys just give this guy something? And they're like, What? And they're like, Just yeah. give this guy anything. He just doesn't want to look like, you know, he's an idiot. And then he's like, Can you also make it look like it's a big deal? And they're like, Yeah, sure, I know. We can do that. So we'll show a, a quick snippet here of Kyle's interaction with the United Nations begging them to try and give them something. Hello? Will you just give this guy something, please? Excuse me? He just doesn't want to look like an idiot, so he needs everyone to think the strike was for something. Just, just give him anything. Well, we could give Canada some small consolation prize. If they give you something small, will you end the strike? Will they... Act like they're giving Canada a lot so everyone thinks I did a good job. Can you act like you're giving him a lot? Sure, why not? All the bodies now. Yeah, there's like some dead people there too. <laughs> we have one. So how much did we get? Well, we, uh, we didn't get everything that we wanted, but we negotiated hard and we got these coupons to Bennigan's and free bubblegum. For every Canadian! Three bubblegum for every Canadian! <laughs> in a store called Bennigan's, which I've never heard of. You guys don't have don't Bennigan's? Think it exists. You don't have Bennigan's? We do, not, we, we do not have Bennigan's. <laughs> so it would literally, if, if we're being literal here, it would do us absolutely no good. Ah, it's a very that's good store. interesting. So, I mean, obviously, this is uh, the Bennigan's coupon is, of course, a reference to Season 5's episode 
the I believe it's the season finale of Butter's very own episode. Happy, happy Bannigans, right? So there, it's a big chain out here in certain parts of the Northeast yeah. and stuff like that. Um, it's kind of like a. Uh, have you ever been to like a Denny's? Okay. See, and, and that's not that's not a very big franchise here in Canada either. I mean, you typically don't see it in a handful of places you know uh, near the border. Uh, I'm definitely aware of it. Yeah. Okay, so it's like a higher, it's like a mid or upper class kind of Denny's. So the food's yeah. a little bit better, the wait staff's better. You know, it's also a higher clientele, higher type of food, if you will. More family, yeah. more like middle class family. Whereas Denny's, anybody can go there, but you'll end up seeing more lower class individuals at Denny's because of the cost is so cheap. For, you know what I mean? Or yeah. you'll see older people who are just trying to save money too. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's very much in the same vein. It's kind of like it's or, a steakhouse. Yeah, or drunk college type of place. In the middle of the night yeah. and just want something to eat. So I guess everybody yeah. goes to Denny's, you know, uh, at, yeah. least, at least here in America. A lot of people love Denny's. Uh, so as you heard there, the World Canadian Bureau guy, Stephen Abutman, is trying to make his uh, victory sound bigger than it actually is. He wants to save his job, right? The yep. Canada Reporter, is that a real uh, newspaper? I'm going to start asking this. The Canada Reporter, is that real? Um, to the best of my knowledge, no. To the best of your knowledge, Joe says that no. is not real. Okay, so this I have is, not seen that. This is the Canada Reporter. Canada wins the strike. We always like to. We started doing this. We started to read some of the stuff on the paper <laughs> here. So on the left hand side, it says, "If Volvo's safety concept car truly reflects the vehicle of the future, we're in for a ride loaded with hidden cameras, eyeball sensors, robotic seats, heartbeat, and fingerprint detectors." It's easy to market all over high-tech features that transform the futuristic vehicles into an engineer's version of an ultimate safety. The big question to do with <laughs> the big question is how will Volvo hide uh, which costs several millions to design and build by the next by the in the in the, yeah. in the real world? I'm sorry. How will they test this in the real world? At what point? Would screens, buzzers, and blinking lights themselves become a safety hazard? You have to hand it to Ford Motors Company, Volvo subsidiary, and to others in the industry who are searching for ways to improve vehicle safety. But it has to be tempered yeah. with practicality. Even Volvo spokesman David Johnson concedes the engineers can add all that, and then we can't see the rest. It's, it's, see, it, it, it's very much leads to uh, like that you have like the headline in the photo, and then the text run has nothing to do with it. it it's, in my opinion, too, it's almost kind of uh, holding up a mirror to social media where people just look at the headline and don't read the body of the of the, the post. That right. it's very much uh, that's a good call right? out. So right, and then yeah. let's go, let's go even further. Next question: Is this a real thing? Canadidi.com? <laughs> Canada. I wish it was because that looks pretty cool, actually. So here, again, it's interesting. The story continued somewhere. It says they can fall off on the freeway bouncing into oblivion, or they might mysteriously disappear <laughs> into the night sometimes. Uh, in the awkward driving moment, you can scruff them up by parking too close to the curb. Whether, you, whether your hubcaps are abused or absent, many motorists find it embarrassing to drive a car without oh, a full set of decent-looking wheel covers. Sure, the car That's will get, just go like it always has, but driving around – with hub driving around with hubcaps makes you and you buy and then it cuts off. Uh, then yeah. in their top story, it, it starts again here with the Volvo stuff. Uh, and the, this one, you can actually see this one where Daniel Johnson uh, concedes that the engineers can add all of the bells and whistles imaginable 
But the bottom line is, if I put my 74-year-old mother in there, is she going to <laughs> understand what is going on? Any driver, regardless of age, can fall victim to gadget overload. Interesting. It's true. Volvos are very safe vehicles. So Canada strike. That's uh, Now they're doing a strike party. This is what all these uh, papers were leading to. So let's go here to the Canada strike party as they're going to be celebrating this. Uh, here's Kyle and them coming home to give Ike his Bennigan's coupon yeah. and his bubble gum. Ike. Ike's just laying in the snow. It's over. Right. It's over? Yeah, here you go. You get the Bennigan's coupon and bubble gum. And now back to the uh, party here. They gave their lives for the strike. <laughs> it's like a bunch of dead Canadians. Right. Don't look at that. Come on, friends. Let's dance. Don't look at that. Come on, friends. Let's dance. I have no idea what you're doing. Try to make it look like you won so that we won't set you adrift. Damn it, friends. Don't you see? We won for future Canadians, gay? So the little guy doesn't get pushed around. This was a victory for Canada's respect. Well, not to them, Joe. They decide to send him adrift. What do you think you're doing? We're sending you adrift, idiot. Maybe you can go live with the Danish. You'll regret this day, friend. Friend. I'm not your friend, buddy. Not your friend, buddy. I'm not your buddy. Guy. Not your buddy, guy. Not your guy, your guy friend. Not your, buddy. not your friend, buddy. We're not your buddy. Not guy. your buddy, guy. Not your guy, friend. All right, and then the last thing I don't want to skip over here. There was a good uh, little monologue here about I've learned something here today with the boys. Now, what they right. what they were referring to is at the time it was harder to monetize it, the internet videos. That is, of course, not the case anymore. Fifteen years no. later. Boy, I'm sure glad that's over with. Me too. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> I learned something today. We thought we could make money on the internet, but. While the internet is new and exciting for creative people, it hasn't matured as a distribution mechanism to the extent that one should trade real and immediate opportunities for income for the promise of future online revenue. It will be a few years before digital distribution of media on the internet can be monetized to an extent that necessitates content producers to forego their fair value in more traditional media. That was a mouthful there. Kyle's come to a lot of those kind of uh, realizations and, uh, and revelations throughout the years. He's uh, always the one that seems to learn those lessons. And he wasn't wrong. I mean, he's not wrong there, but yep. we'll, get, we'll get more into that into my final thoughts when we talk as we wrap up the episode on the other side. We're going to come right back after a quick note from our sponsors provided by Spreaker, as well as you'll see some uh, a little advertisement for all of our social media links right here on YouTube. We'll be right back. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Subscribe to Suck My Balls, a South Park review on Spotify, Apples, iTunes, anywhere you want to download a podcast, just type that in, subscribe to our feed, and you'll get the latest, greatest episode each and every week. You can also listen to us on YouTube and go back and watch some videos or any of our library. It's all there. Suck My Balls, South Park review.
And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back on the other side to SMB South Park Review. Once again, a shout out to our sponsors. They're provided by Spreaker. You can go to linktr.we slash South Park Pod. Go ahead and that like and subscribe button right here on YouTube. As well as you can hit any of our social media outlets. Share it with your friends. Leave a five-star review on any of our podcast outlets or any of the podcast outlet catchers you use. But, ladies and gentlemen, I am unfortunately I am unfortunately not the 2022 Red Rocks Day 1 South Park Trivia Champion. I am not a trivia god like Joe Vernola. But I will do my best. So I will run the music with Joe's music while I'm reading this here. Butterstotch replaces Kenny for most of this episode as he did for several of season six episodes when Kenny was permanently dead at the time. Kenny only appeared in one scene in this episode and he had no lines. Until, until this episode, all Canadians had the first letter of their names on their shirts. Terrence, Philip, Ike, they all had their names until this episode. Yep. The Danish make their appearance for the first time. Their appearance is similar, as we mentioned, to Canadians that they have flappy heads. However, they do not have the beady eyes. Before the episode aired, there was a press image release of the scene where Kyle is on the phone to the Canadians and the other three boys are behind him. In the press image, Stan, Cartman, and Kenny are behind Kyle, but in the actual scene, Kenny has been replaced by Butters, as we mentioned. Uh, this, of course, was also similar to... Uh, the episode two days before the day after tomorrow. <laughs> Philip is revealed to have diabetes in this episode. Last couple things here. The Star Wars theme song that plays during the Star Wars kid appearance was slightly altered to avoid copyright infringement, which is why I was able to play it. And the date that appears on the newspaper after Canada wins, their strike is Wednesday, April 2nd, 2008, which was the same day that episode premiered. And that's your trivia. And shout out to you. Our boy, the Doctor of Thugonomics, Polynomics, Scoopinomics, the man who is the 2022 day, day one South Park Red Rocks trivia champion, Jovenal. Okay, coming up next year, oops, coming up next year, we've got references to some pop culture here. The World Canadian Bureau, <laughs> abbreviated to WGA, is a reference to the Writers Guild of America and the uh. expansion of the French-Canadian abbreviation. So the Canadian WGA strike is a parody of the Writers Guild strike that happened in 2007, in which the guild went on strike due to what writers felt was greatly diminished monetary compensation, effectively making TV shows air repeats until a resolve was found. And the reason why South Park could get away with it, as I've mentioned here in prior episodes, is South Park is not part of any union. They own their own production company, and therefore they have yeah. fuck you money, and nobody can tell them what to do. It's genius. Of, genius. At the, end, at the end of the day, as I told people, Viacom, they don't own South Park. That's their distribution partner. At any point in time, South Park could have just said, fuck you, we're putting this on the internet for free. And they could now, because they have fuck you money, and yeah. probably would just do it if anybody pissed them off. Yeah. I guess I I guess uh, yeah, I guess they were to go back to the WGA it would be like the French abbreviation the WGA the G, the oui, G, oui. the WGA like I guess so the G sounds like a C maybe uh during the song Canada on strike Oompa Loompas can be seen working at the Canadian Maple Syrup Company <laughs> and uh, let me read off as we kind of uh, read off some of them but I'm going to go ahead and read them off in detail here all of the celebrities that appeared on the episode quote unquote the internet celebrities celebrities so 
Right. So you had Tron guy who is Jay Maynard, who made a full body electro luminescent suit based on the movie Tron. He gets he gets mauled in this episode by sneezing panda. Uh, you had the Numa 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 guy, which I don't need to explain that uh, in detail, but basically it was an American video blogger who lip synced a song uh, by uh, Dragon Dragon Dragon. Oh, how do I pronounce this? Dragos T Dinte. He got mauled by this <laughs> man's mother. Yeah, it's a fucking hard song, but it's the Maya yeah. Maya Ho song. Uh, Star Wars kid. I think everybody's seen that. Where it's about the kid who's from Canadian, right? Who's from Canada, uh, and he is actually a victim of huge cyberbullying. Um, and then his friend accidentally leaks it, or I guess his friend intentionally leaked it online. We found out later in a BBC interview, and it confirmed that his identity had been used. Uh, to sp- I guess later on, I'm sorry, he confirmed his identity, and then he used the video to speak to viewers on crowds on the profound effects of internet bullying. Because I guess he got yep. internet bullied a lot. He got shot by uh, Tron guy. Uh, Butters performs in the viral videos. We mentioned what, what in the butt. This is an actual parody. We mentioned of the star or the, the guy, Samwell. Uh, Tay Zonde, known for his heavy ba- bass singing voice, better known as Chocolate Rain Guy, rose to fame in 2007 when his video of the eponymous song went viral. There have been remixes, parodies, tributes. Despite his youthful appearance, though, he was actually 24 going on 25. Uh, he gets killed by dramatic looking gopher. Uh, there is a scene from the movie Scanners there, which was reenacted by the dramatic-looking gopher making Tay's head explode. You mentioned it, Afro Ninja. Uh, he may have survived the internet celebrity battle by disappearing. Actually, that's true. They point this out. We never actually yeah. see him die either. Uh, yep. Dramatic, dramatic look gopher. This is a, mer- a parody of Dramatic Chipmunk, sometimes called Dramatic Look Chipmunk. It was a viral video on YouTube and College Humor that coincidentally featured like a prairie dog often used, often confused for a chipmunk. And it turns its head while the camera zooms, and then you hear the dramatic music playing in the background. This was also played on a Japanese variety show starring uh, called Hello Project and Minimoni. Gopher dies from a stray bullet in this. Uh, sneezing Panda, it was about an infant panda who sneezed. I don't know why that went viral back in the day. Uh, Chris Cooker, he's the lead Brittany guy alone we mentioned. A laughing Baby, we, sh- we talked about it. We may have survived because we, we didn't see the death. There was the uh, now here's some background characters that we didn't really talk about. There's the backdoor boys. They were seen in the background, both wearing a black shirt with a Houston Rockets jersey and a number eleven yep. Yao Ming printed on it. And they were <laughs> lip sync guys, I guess. They're one of their celebrities. Uh, one of them does get involved in the battle. One of them does not. Uh, there was another one, Bub Rub. He was seen sitting down in the waiting room and never to be seen again. He did not participate during the battle. He wears a Oakland Ra- Raiders knit beanie. And for those wondering who Bub Rub is, his name is Lionel Griffin. Uh, he, that's that's what I, he was a grocery bagger at Safeway in the episode, a viral video interview. I guess that was his thing. I, I don't know. I'd have to I would have to come back then and watch his stuff. Uh, then there was yeah. Lonely Girl Fifteen. She appeared in the background behind the Tron guy and the backdoor boys. She was also one of the celebrities who did not apis- who did not participate during the battle. Uh, her real name is Jessica Rose. She's an American New Zealand actress, best known for YouTube celebrity playing the role of Brie, a fictional homeschool girl. Oh, okay, so she does probably like she did like a bit thing. Uh, yeah. All right, and then here's a couple other things. The title of the Terrence and Philip episode, "I Heart I Fart Huckabees," which was referenced in this, <laughs> is a reference to the movie "I Heart Huckabees." Uh, a link to the Numa Numa video can be seen in the same screen of many computers as people watch Butters "What What in the Butt." And there's also a link to the Lee Britney Alone video by Chris Cooker. The song that plays at the party after Canada wins is Celebration by Cool and the Gang. 
After Canada wins and ends their strike, their success is shown on the front page of Canadity, or Canady, which is a allusion to the entertainment trade magazine Variety. And then, as I mentioned, or you might have seen the clip earlier, there was the Pizza Nut. That was, of course, a homage to Pizza Hut. Last couple things here. Continuity. Cartman, as we saw, once again showed his hatred toward Family Guy, which you can go back and check out uh, Cartoon Wars from Season 11. Terrence appeared to have fully lost weight as he had gained a bunch of weight in the Behind the Blow episode, as we saw. And it does. he also uh, lost some weight uh, or at least he had lose seemed to lose more weight from the Cartoon Wars Part Two. In yep. the YouTube, which is spelled Y O U two T O O B, by the way, on South Park, Butters wears the bear costume that Paris Hilton made him wear in Stupid Spoiled Horror Video Playset. Last two things: that this is Terrence and Phillips' first speaking role since the Simpsons already did it episode, and this is the first episode since Terrence and Philip Behind the Blow to actually sh- show those characters and focus on them as part of the plot. So that is and um, one other thing that I had noticed as well. I don't know if you picked up on. Uh, they didn't really do the the fart uh, stuff really, if at all, or just barely in this episode. Because typically oh. with the, the Canadian stuff, there's usually a fart uh, kind of stuff involved, and it, did, it wasn't really that in this episode. Yep, you know you're right. They only did that scene where they were talking about how they've seen this repeat before. Yep. Now, we normally don't go over a lot of goofs. Uh, but I would like to go over a couple different things, just point out. So Terrence and Phillips stating that they only gained $3,000 worth of coupons and bubblegum out of the strike. However, assuming Benigan's coupons were distributed to everyone in Canada at the time, that being $30 million, and each meal yep. cost roughly $10, they actually gained about $300 million. So yep. it, wasn't, it actually wasn't that bad. Uh, yep. When the chocolate rain guy asked Butters how many videos he says, he got a few hundred thousand. However, as I pointed out, the news reporter had just said 10 million views. <laughs> I guess there's one more here. We'll go with it. The message that the episode conveys that is that Canada, which is alluded to the Writers Guild of America, was out of line for demanding proceeds from the internet revenue, is based on the South Park's creators' belief that there was no way at that time for money could to be made from the internet. So why did you want to get money? So, yeah. well, ladies and gentlemen, that is, the theoretical money, that, right? That is your references to pop culture trivia, some continuity and your full recap. Joe, what did you like about this episode, sir? Again, just as a Canadian, uh, just the, the subtle jabs here and there. Uh, I always get a kick out of, but for me, I think the highlight of the episode definitely showing those early viral videos kind of clashing with each other. That was really cool. But uh, Butters doing what, what in the butt for me, that's the highlight of the episode. Uh, so well done. Cause he brings such a, he's such uh, like a sweet, innocent kind of character and seeing him kind of in those scenarios is always really entertaining. So uh, for me, just a, a great episode all around. And just the fact that Canada gets mentioned, you know, just it makes me feel happy. Yeah. I like this episode as well. I thought it was funny at the time. When it came out, uh, I'd like the commentary itself um, because it was relevant. You know, people were making these videos and there was a good question. I remember coming out of high school and we had that same question. Like, can we make money on the Internet right now making these videos? And you really couldn't yet because the advertising hadn't really come on board when it came on to the online side. Plus, we had just come off five or six years ago, the dot-com crash as far as all those dot-com websites falling apart and stuff like that. So people were still hesitant to invest any type of monetary responsibility, fiscal responsibility, if you will, into 
the online community. Whereas now, I mean, it's, it's part of everything we do, right? This is how we talk. We're making this podcast. This is how everything gets posted. So everything that we do nowadays is connected via the World Wide Web. So I like yep. that satirization at the time. Looking back now, it's easy. It's interesting just to kind of look at it in a time capsule. Like, wow, back then we didn't have that. Now we do. So it's interesting that they, though, that Kyle with the I've learned something here today message makes that notion that it's going to take a couple years before it will be viable. And it did. It probably took about another four to five years, 2012, 2013-ish, kind of right around the time, uh, you know, Epic Meal Time and the Epic Rack Battles okay. took off and all those big YouTube channels when they were starting to gain a lot of revenue. And then, you know, AVGN, the angry video game nerd, that guy, guy, guy big as well. So you saw all these big guys that just showed up and I'm sure there's more that I don't even know that you, that you have a popular YouTuber in your country, Joe. I'm sure there's other people that I don't know in their own country, right? Cause everyone's got their own popular YouTubers and stuff like that. So, you know, For sure. everybody took off, started making money. So I like that South Park was able to, you know, comment on that. Yeah. I liked the what, what in the butt scene. That was a great, Scene for Butters, it's a timeless classic. Everybody knows it as a South Park fan. What the what, what, in the butt. Nobody even knows the regular guy, Samwell, who made it. Everyone just thinks it's a Butters song because it's tied to Butterstotch himself, right? It's so ingrained in there now that, like you said, a lot of people forget that it actually started with something else. He's become his own meme, essentially. So it's, it's quite something. Yeah, definitely agree. Uh, I liked them uh, talking about the, I thought the, the commentary on the Danish replacing uh, the Canadians was funny. That was a nice little jab there. Um, and yep. then, yeah, I, all in all, I, you know, I just thought it was a funny episode, you know, and yeah, it was good to see them integrate Canada more and get, give Ike some more screen time as well. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, though, that is going to do it for another edition of SMB, a South Park review. Once again, you can check us out on all podcast outlets at South Park Pod, at South Park Pods with an S on the Twitter, South Park Podcast on Instagram, as well as you can go ahead and hit that like and subscribe button if you're watching it right here on YouTube. Before we wrap things up here, Mr. Joe, anything you'd like to say before we let you go today? No, man, just thanks for having me on. It's always a pleasure to be on here as a, I was going to say fellow Canadian, but I'm the only Canadian here. I'm, I'm kind of like Ike of, uh, of this program here, which is it's cool. I rock it proudly. Uh, my only wish is that, because I recently changed my Facebook profile page to a South Park character. I wish that, that it would be a little bit more accurate. That I can make myself look more Canadian on there. Uh, I mean, even if you do the graphic for this episode, if there's a way to make me look more Canadian, that'd be much appreciated. Uh, other than that, man, um, I think I can do that. I think I can do that. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I guess I guess all that's uh, left for me to say would be to uh, suck my Canadian balls. Suck his Canadian balls. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for dropping by once again to another edition of SMB, a South Park review. We'll be back once again next week, as we always are, with more South Park reviews. And uh, we hope you stop on by and laugh with us. Because next week, well... One of our beloved characters decides that they would like to return to being a man. It's Ika Penis. Coming up next week, Miss Garrison wants her penis back. <laughs>